0: When you understand how you operate. So if you say to yourself, I am the type of person where things usually go better than I expect. Okay, how many shots are you not taking
1: because you don't think it's going to go well? And then constantly fall short, fall short, fall short. When you have really, 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 really big goals, you're kind of just going to continuously fail until you get there. And it can really affect your self-esteem a lot.
0: Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number 1,197, What's the Kick in the Butt You Need Today? For episode number 1,198, One Powerful Question to Help You Understand Yourself Better, as you know. This podcast used to be called the Conscious Podcast. Hyperconscious means acutely aware, aka knowing yourself at the deepest level. So my goal in this episode, and really in this show, is to help you raise your awareness. So as you know, Alan, myself, Jen, and the Next Level team, we had our second Next Level Hope Foundation event recently. It was our holiday event, and Alan and I were talking about it beforehand. And we had really high hopes for this one. We had really good expectations. We saw how many kids had registered. We saw how many parents had registered. We said, all right, this is going to be a really, really good experience. So after we did it, we had a little bit of an experience review, and we said, how did it go? It went awesome. It was better than I expected. More people showed up. It, was, it wasn't as chaotic as I expected. The kids were all entertained. Opening the gifts was awesome. The food was good. Face painting and arts and crafts was a hit. Awesome. So, after that, I asked myself a question: Did that go better or worse than I expected? Did that surprise me in a positive way? Did that surprise me in a negative way? Because the first event, I think Alan, you and I were both very surprised in a potentially negative way when we only had a couple of kids show up. Now, I'm grateful we had a couple of kids show up with their their mom and their grandparents. I'm very grateful for that, but it definitely was off of my expectations. It went worse than I expected. So the simple question is this, do things usually go better or worse than you expected? And here's what that says about you. If things often go better than you expected, one, you may have been more ready than you thought. Two, you tend to look for the negatives and that fear is holding you back. Three, you're somebody who probably considers yourself a realist Like me, I've I've always said that. If things go worse than you think, maybe you haven't prepped enough. Maybe you are somebody who thinks that your talent and skills are higher than they actually are, or maybe you're somebody who is optimistic, right? So Alan and I have kind of always been polar opposites, where Alan would assume it was gonna go really well, I would assume it wasn't gonna go really well, we would work on that together, and I would say it would probably go better than it would if we just did it by ourselves. So that is the question. Do things go better or worse for you when you try things and why?
1: So usually whenever Kevin and I are brainstorming about a potential event or a potential opportunity or a potential monthly meetup or whatever, uh, traditionally, I'll be overly optimistic and he'll be more realistic. And usually the truth falls in between us. We call it drive to five. We've talked about it many times usually the accurate truth ends up, it usually goes worse than I think and better than he thought. Not always, but most of the time. And so we all have this tendency. We all tend to be either optimistic or a little bit more pessimistic or slash realistic. And there's a lot of science behind this. But essentially the, the point of this episode, correct me if I'm wrong, Kev, is when you go into an event or you try something new or you play a new sport or whatever, when you do the experience review, when you look back and reflect on it, the goal of that is to think more accurately next time. Right? Yes. And so, yeah. And I think it all comes down to accurate thinking. And so I want to bring up the scientific method. I know it sounds boring, but the scientific method is essentially this. You have a hypothesis. You have a theory. I have a theory that if we do a charity for single parents around the holidays it will go well and well means we'll have at least 20 kids there okay fast forward fast forward fast forward we prepare 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 after the event we reflect and review okay it turns out only 15 kids came so i was 5 ch- children off and a lot of people say don't have expectations they they try to say that don't have expectations that way you are always pleased First of all, I think that's impractical. I think most expectations are subconscious. I mean, think about it, right? You get into your car and you turn it on, you're expecting it to run. And when it doesn't, that is less than what you expected. So it usually is frustrating. Okay. You don't expect someone to randomly transfer a million dollars into your bank account right now. And if they did, you would look at your bank account and go, Oh my God, what? Like this must be wrong. Like what? Why? Cause it's, outside of your expectations. The human mind is always projecting into the future, some more than others, some longer distances than others in terms of time perspective, but for the most part your mind is always projecting. That's why we worry. Did you think Christmas or the holidays, depending on which holiday you celebrate globally, did you think that that was going to go really well or did you think it was going to go did it go better or worse than you thought? Our mind is constantly anticipating the future because we want to have certainty around what might be around the corner. It's a survival mechanism. And so the point of this experience review that we do at NLU and I recommend everyone do this question to ask yourself, did this go better or worse than I thought? I think it can tell you a lot about yourself and I think it can help you hone so that next time you're thinking more accurately. Now, the question is, why does it matter to think more accurately? And this is the story that I use to explain this to my clients. And I don't know if it lands, but I hope that it does. Kevin and I, we were driving from Milwaukee to Toronto and we passed into Canada and we were curious. And I said, Kev, how many people, first of all, it was beautiful country driving through the country. It was gorgeous. I said, how many people do you think live in Canada? It's like a pretty big country. It's huge. A lot of our listeners are from Canada. So learning about it, right? And he guessed 90 million, I guessed 120 million. And we were both very wrong. We were both very inaccurate. We looked it up, we Googled it, I think it was 37 million. And it was like, oh, wow. Okay, so we were both way off. The price is wrong. (laughs) And if you've ever heard of the price, price is right, that's for the younger listeners, you might not have. Okay, so what's the point of accurate thinking? What if someone told you, hey, hey, Canada has hundreds of millions of people, and the economy is booming. There's tech companies all over the place. There's so many opportunities and so many jobs. And then you actually trusted them. You actually a- had that expectation. So then you moved to Canada based on that data. And then you got there and you're like, wait a minute, where are all the tech companies? Wait, Where's the economy? I don't understand. And it's not to say Canada has a bad economy. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's not the tech conglomerate of the world. But... It has beautiful mountains. So the point is, is that when you you are given inaccurate data, you can make decisions that you wouldn't normally make if you had the accurate data. And that's why experience reviews are so important. That's why asking this question is so important, because you need to reflect on what happened to see how inaccurate you were so that next time you can make a more informed decision. John Maxwell says, people think wisdom comes with age. He says, absolutely not sometimes age comes alone. And the reason why I think is because people aren't asking this question and and wondering where they're off, where they're wrong. What if I spent the rest of my life thinking Canada had 120 million people? I'd be inaccurate and I'd make decisions based on inaccurate truth. And that could or could not affect me in a very big way. Speaking of expectations, Alan, quick shout out to all of our listeners in Antigua
0: and Barbuda. I did not expect that we would be in the top ten in self improvement and education, the top ten charts in that country. So that's huge, and I appreciate you all for listening. When I started this podcast back in the day, I never expected to be heard all over the place. So, very cool. One hundred and forty
1: plus countries. One hundred forty plus countries. We're Pretty the top cool. ten. We were There's the There's only one hundred ninety five countries in the whole world. One hundred ninety five plus. And we're on our way. We're but shout in 140 out. countries. So shout, shout out to, out to everybody
0: people. listening to us all over the world. I'm very, 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 very grateful. Uh, the, the other interesting thing, Alan, is, and this is why knowing yourself is such an important thing. So, Taryn and I were having a conversation the night before the Next Level Hope Foundation event. And she's like, How do you feel? And I was like, I feel good. She's like, Are you like nervous at all? And I said, No, not really. And she's like, Do you think it's going to go well? And I said, Yeah, based on that, based on what I, understand now and where we're at. I feel like it's going to go really well. I mean, most of the presents are already wrapped. I feel really good about tomorrow. And she, she had this interesting take, which I really appreciated because I didn't look at it this way, but she said, do you think that you've gone to Alan's side of not prepping and thinking things are going to work out? And I was like, definitely to some degree. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Definitely to some degree. So to, to my original point and what Alan further expanded upon in the beginning, I was the type of person that if I did a quality podcast episode, I'd be surprised. If I did fairly well at a speech, I would be surprised. If I did really well on a coaching call, I would be surprised because things usually went better than I expected because I always assumed things were going to go bad. After, and I think you and I have really helped each other drive to five where I think Alan now thinks more realistically, quote unquote, take that for whatever it's worth. Definitely. And I I think I'm also more, yeah, you know, it's going to be fine. It'll be okay. I mean, all things considered, we're going to be fine. And and Taryn said, <laughs> she's like, aren't you afraid to like fail forward on this on this type of event where it's like a charity event? And I said, no, I mean, we failed forward so much. And I made a joke. I was like, usually when we fail forward, it costs us a lot of money. Like this this is a charity event. So it's not that, you know, financially, it's not that that big of a deal, even though there is money that goes into it. But I just kind of made that joke where, I don't know, I think now the the reasonable thought, the the frame for me is I know there's going to be some sort of jeffing. So it's almost like, is the jeffing as big as I think it's going to be? And for the new listeners, jeffing means the mistake, the ugliness, the, the failure, whatever it is, the lesson. I'm Derek Smith, and I just wanted to talk to you real quick about group coaching. I found it to be very beneficial the biggest thing that i got from it was definitely the tap out and keeping track of the daily habits it's much easier to get these priorities done when it's scheduled that way you know that you're doing them first compared to trying to fit them in later so scheduling it and getting that done first and then having something accountable every single day to do those was definitely beneficial so if you're thinking about giving group coaching and chance you should definitely do it there there was many potential jeffings that we learned from but none of them were nearly as big as i expected the the first time we did a charity event we only had two people show up and that was the jeffing is oh okay everything else went smooth the food was great two kids two kids kids. yeah two kids everything else there was very few other jeffings This time, we had a plethora of human beings show up. Great, super excited about that. But there were other potential jeffings. So it's very interesting. And this is really the cheat code behind this. When you understand how you operate, so if you say to yourself, I am the type of person where things usually go better than I expect. Okay, how many shots are you not taking because you don't think it's gonna go well? And when you start to understand that, you can start to build momentum towards that. Another reason I wanted to do this episode, Alan, is... I mentioned this previously, but I booked all my travel to go to Florida. So I'm going to Florida. I'm going to a podcast event. I actually just talked to the coordinator today. I'm going to get on the calendar with her later this week to talk about potential fill-in spots, whatever. Usually when I go to an event, I assume I'm going to feel bad. I assume whoever's on stage is going to blow my mind and it's going to question my abilities as a human being. I'm curious to see what happens this time. Number one, I'm traveling alone. So Taryn didn't want to come because she said, honestly, I'm just going to end up staying at the hotel. Yeah, it'll be nice to work from Florida, but I'm still going to be working, so there's no point. Alan's going to be staying home, so it's just me going down there by myself. I got my Airbnb. I got my rental car. Cool, we're going to be off to the races. I'm very intrigued to see if things go better than I expect or worse than I, expect based, worse than I expected, based on my new level of confidence. I'm very interested to see what happens and then how I respond to that. So I will make sure to come back with some
1: lessons, I'm sure. But again, that's not till next month. I know we got to go one more layer to this that I've found really to be beneficial. At the end of the day, you have to have a belief that accurate thinking is the most important. And that's a whole nother podcast episode, so I won't go down that rabbit hole. But one thing that I've found this year in 2022, specifically as we transition into 2023, I didn't realize how overly optimistic I was about people. I realized that most people never exceed my expectations. And the reason why is because I'm so inaccurate about my belief of what they're currently capable of. And this this can seem really depressing, but that's not my point. I think I had such a high belief in people's capabilities that they I almost set these unexpected on an unachievable expectations. And I think that I do that for myself too, which is why I think I struggled with self-worth when I was younger, because I would set these goals that are genuinely impossible or or improbable and then constantly fall short, fall short, fall short. When you have really, 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 really big goals, you're kind of just gonna continuously fail until you get there. And it can really affect your self-esteem a lot. And, and when it comes to understanding yourself, this one last frame I think will really help everyone. Do people exceed your expectations often or do they let you down often? I didn't realize this, but I think that usually people let me down more. And I think that's because I think I saw people better than they really were. And I think there's some, some good in that. I, I do. I think that I see potential in people they, they don't always see in themselves. And I think that's a gift. I really do. But if I'm not careful, they'll never actually be able to live up to what I believe is possible. And I'll spend my my relationships frustrated. You know, not not just intimate relationships, but friendships, all that stuff. And so ask yourself that question. Are you seeing yourself accurately? Are you seeing other people accurately? Are you seeing the world accurately? Because when you do see yourself, other people, and the world accurately, you're going to make much better, more effective decisions. If, if, for example, my executive admin, Amy, if I think she's capable of like in-depth mathematical algorithms in the spreadsheet that we use, I'm going to be constantly frustrated that she's not executing on something that she doesn't know. And that's totally understandable. But if I know and have the knowledge that Amy doesn't know math as well as I do, that's okay. Now I won't have that expectation. Now we can actually work with what we have as a team and she won't feel bad and neither will I. So there's a lot of implications to this and and all you have to do is consistently check in with how accurate am I? Did that go better or worse than I thought? Is that person better or worse than I thought they'd be? You were better at knockout and basketball than I thought. i thought you were gonna yeah definitely you beat me twice out of 10 i'm an athlete son i have apparently
0: put a ball in the kid's hands he's gonna excel (laughs) son some some, not not a golf ball uh, yeah very optimistic
1: um but that's that's the goal here is to just to reassess 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 and here's the problem people change the world changes you change so you have to constantly recheck in just like Kevin with the baseball story of like he used to be an all-star baseball player and then he's at a circus throwing a throwing a ball at the the well. cups or whatever not well what are they cups or bottle jokes glass bo- milk jokes. jokes which is a rigged game for sure Of course the whole the whole carnival is that's how they make the money <laughs> That's a good analogy for the the wrong yeah, expectations
0: Or like the having,
1: casino having having the wrong win. Yeah having the wrong expectations is a lot like going to a carnival where it's rigged against you. Boom. Analogy.
0: I, I'll add this before we, we sign off. So it was Christmas yesterday. Well, we're recording this on Monday. I say that every week. If you're listening to this, it's Tuesday. So it was Christmas two days ago. And this year, so I have some, I don't want to say shame around past Christmases, but I'm not super excited about my performance when it comes to gift giving because sometimes I struggle with thoughtful gifts. I just, sometimes I'm like, I don't know what Taryn would like. I don't really know. I know her really well, but I don't always know. Or I Jeff myself in time and it's like three days before Christmas and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like a movie. It's like jingle all the way. I am in trouble here. But this year I was super proactive and I ended up shopping on Etsy. I don't know if you've ever used Etsy, but I've I've never used it before and Taryn's like, hey, there's some stuff on here. Let me send you some links to some things I might like. We'll go from there. All those things were sold out. It's okay. So I bought a bunch of stuff from Etsy awesome. We were in bed the night of Christmas and Taryn was crying because of how good Christmas was. She's like, you were so thoughtful and the gifts were amazing. And I just appreciate you being so thoughtful. So Christmas this year went better than I expected. And now based on the understanding, and now that's like locked in thoughtfulness equals success thoughtfulness equals success. So now my expectations are completely different. My approach will be completely different and my results will be completely different based on that. So anytime I can use a Christmas example in an episode, based on the fact that we just had Christmas, I already changed my lights in the studio back to normal. I am sad about it, but I, uh, I'm excited for this time next year. I'll be prepared next level nation. As you know, we are starting the year strong And we want you to start the year strong with us. Our ninth round of group coaching starts on January 3rd. It is every other week with Alan and myself. And then the other weeks, so the bye weeks with Alan and I, we have a call with the wonderful Jesse, our assistant coach. So no matter what, you'll be getting better every single week. Start the year strong. Don't let this be another year where you start and you say, okay, I'm going to make these resolutions. And then three weeks later, you are not accomplishing what you want. You have a finite amount of years on this planet. Make sure this one is
1: successful one excuse me strong work brother (laughs) thanks man i had one of the nlu team members tell me a story about a listener she said listen this listener loves you guys she listens to your podcast every day but she was scared to get on the phone with you she didn't understand and and the reason she was scared is she's like well i don't know what we're going to talk about i i'm intimidated i don't have anything prepared xyz And she said, what you should do is just tell the listeners you want to meet them. You want to get to know them. And that's really what I'm doing right now. If you've never done a free call with me, you have nothing to be afraid of. Um, I just want to meet the listeners. And the more I understand and meet the listeners, the better this show will get. Uh, And so there's, there's no obligation. There's no... There's no guilt of not coaching with me. There's none of that stuff. Okay. Don't let any of that stuff happen. We're going to get on the phone. We're going to talk. I'm going to lead the conversation. I'm excited. I'm just going to ask you questions and get to know you. So if you're interested in that and you haven't done a free call yet, please book on my calendar. The half an hour link will be in the show notes. I hope to meet you soon. Genuinely, I adore meeting listeners. I have never once met a listener and then regretted it. it always turned into something good, even if it just meant getting to know these listeners better and so that we can have a better show for all of you. And we have been doing that since the very
0: beginning. I, that's how we got to know the audience. That's how we got to know what topics would actually add value. So the more the merrier when it comes to conversations with you, the amazing members of the community. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number, ooh, we're creeping up there, 1,000, Alan, 1,199.
1: Sometimes
0: saying no is saying yes to yourself. Obviously, a lot of us just dealt with a holiday, so that brings up a lot of different things for different people. So we will go into that. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow.
1: And we'll see you at the next level.
0: Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We
1: love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.